to another episode of Under the Influence. This is episode 17. Yes, sir. Episode 17. 17. Once as usual, I'm Big Cash. Not that guy, PM. It's just the two of us this week. You know, we we love the guests, but every once in a while, it just got to be your boys. Yeah, yeah. So, well, how you doing today, bro? Shit, I am okay, but a little exhausted. You and me both, you know, go ahead and apologize in yeah. advance, YouTube land, Spotify, <laughs> wherever you watch or listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Your boys is exhausted, but we're going to power through it and get, because, you know, we want to make sure we get On y'all. On point. <laughs> yeah, get y'all make sure this comes out when it's supposed to, but bear with us, because. Hell yeah. I had to drink two Red Bulls before we hit record. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't drink nothing. Yeah. I'm sipping on some uh, 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 nigga Arnold Palmer. Oh. Yeah, it's black tea okay. and lemonade. Okay. Or pink lemonade, excuse me. Sure got green tea. You got a little caffeine in it. They didn't have it at the fountain, so. <laughs> I got yeah, the big goat. The unsweetened black tea because I've been getting it too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nah, they ain't had no option for that. They just had uh, black tea sweet. I was like, mm-hmm. well, fuck yeah. it. I wasn't about to fuck with that brisk shit. That brisk is horrible. I don't know what type of tea that is. It ain't, ain't tea. That's mud. It's Pig just mud. <laughs> Pig swill. Pig swill. Oh, man. First, I guess, luckily, mm-hmm. we don't have no RIPs to start this one off with. Not that I can think of. I don't got none. I know somebody probably died. But yeah, nobody crossed my radar. Yeah, so. I don't know. So that's pretty so if good. They die, rest, if someone did die, rest in peace, our condolences, but I don't have one. So. Nah, uh, I got to get well, though. Who? Uh, some nigga Antoine Rainey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I ain't hollered at him today because he went to his uh, first treatment today. So, mm. you know, they found uh, cancer on him and he said he's going to fight it, so shit, I'm going to fight it with him, shit. Right. You know what I mean? Prayers up. Big prayers up for that, man. Prayers up and uh, fight the good fight, bro. Hell yeah. Hopefully they caught it early enough to where it should be able to yeah. get out of there quickly. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? He was in a lot of pain and I went through there and seen him. Oh, for real? Yeah. Man, yeah. It was, uh, he wasn't doing too good. I mean, he wasn't down and out, but you can tell it was fucking with him. pain. Yeah. Pain a motherfucker, boy. You know, it was the first time, you know, you go around somebody that you used to uh, being live and alert and roasting with, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I could tell that just, just trying to make him laugh would hurt him more. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I've been in that situation before. You got to stop even messing with a nigga because you got so much going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, prayers up here to him. Yeah, big well, one, Get well to mine. Daughter's tutor. I talk about her all the time on here. Okay. Jasmine McKinley. McKinley, whatever. Yeah, McKinley. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she, she, she is in the ER for something. Oh, okay. She sounded in good spirits, though, so just get well, Miss Jasmine. Just yeah, get me. well. That's the homie. So, uh, elephant in the room, they convicted R. Kelly. They got him. He ain't been sentenced yet, but he got convicted of everything. Damn. Down to what? You got any specifics? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for it now, bro. A laundry list of shit? It's, uh... All right. 
Mark Kelly was found guilty of one count of racketeering. Really? And eight counts of violating the Mand Act. An act that bars transport of people across state lines and any immoral purpose. Damn. Yeah. That's what they found on him. That's what they found on him. I wouldn't, uh, damn. Yeah. It's some serious shit. Oh, he's, he's, Kells is it. Damn. That, and that was just the feds. I think once he's done with that, he's still got to go, uh, he's still got to go back to Illinois and deal with whatever charges the state has for him. That was the federal charges. So he got convicted of federal racketeering and eight counts of violating the Mann Act. And that's because the people came from different states. And well, that's because he basically... Like flying motherfuckers in? Well, basically like those underage chick girls. No, I get that, yeah. He was taking them with him like on tour and... Oh. The same shit, I don't know. See, I didn't follow that, you know, that whole little saga that he had. Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly... The, the 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 old black guitarist that everybody stole this little shit from. Yeah, that's what he went for. He went for like trafficking. He had the little white girls he used to keep with him. He went for taking the white girls across state line. Wow, it's essentially the same because if you take him across state line for a moral act, it's basically like, like if you got if you was a pimp and you got jammed up with your hoes out of state. Yeah, because you took them from. Where he was at, to right. where he was going to do illegal sexual shit. Now this was only up there underage. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think it might not even have to be underage if they're if they're captive because you know he's trying to say like some of the bitches being held captive. Yeah. So if you kidnapping bitches and taking them across state lines and making them do nasty shit, nasty no no stuff. Nasty no no stuff. Nasty Nate no 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 double <laughs> double six six six. <laughs> I'm somebody's bitch. I'm somebody's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Kells is see, he's up to the, the charges whole decades of time. Shit. And like I said, whenever whenever he got he's been convicted now, so I mean, of course they're gonna appeal and all that, but he's gotta go through the convict, you know, being uh, he's been convicted, he had to go through the sentencing process. Yeah, and he'll find out then because he took it to trial, so he didn't he didn't cop no plea. So it's up to the judge to hand out the sentencing and the, whatever guidelines those charges handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, what the fuck made him th- think that he was a uh, not he that he was above everything? Like, why are you running around doing nasty, nasty shit? Well, the thing is. For years he was. I know. And then he ran out of money. Oh. So he broke now. So now so they can get him on everything because he can't pay shit. He can't. It's hard for him to pay them lawyers. It's more importantly, it's hard for him to keep paying off the people that he did shit to. You can't get no GoFundMe? You go go fund that nigga nasty no no time? Somebody will. Yeah, I ain't. I'm just saying. Like, everybody else is getting more. He, 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 he don't have no access. I don't know. <laughs> you, you Google that nigga net worth right now, they say he's negative two million. Damn. And I know now I was watching the um, 
when I was watching the Muppet, ladies and gentlemen, the phone's supposed to be on silent. When I was watching the um, documentary thing about him and all that, they were saying like he had sold off a lot of his rights and shit with bad business deals. Damn. Yeah, a lot of his his music and shit, and you know his um residual the the the, 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 the mailbox money. He sold off a lot of that shit. Fuck. Hey, that's it. Yeah. Tuh. Yeah. But I don't feel sorry for the nasty. No, I don't feel sorry for him at all. I mean, he want to do nasty shit. He just should have went to porn and did make believe that they was young. Yeah. You know, like they was doing on uh, Muppet Babies, doing make believe. He should have did some make believe and made believe that they was young little girls and had them walking well, you know, around like that. Towards the end of the thing, he came out of the evening fucking little boys too. Yeah. See, he could just nasty. He could have been in porn still doing make believe. Yeah, he <laughs> just nasty, man. And my point is. It ain't the shit that he did with these people, because I mean everybody got their freaky kinks. Of course, it's the age. That yeah, I don't know, nah. And, you know, like I always say, males are always sexual uh, predators. You know, it's up to them to use their discipline to say, "Hey, yeah, this ain't right." And that's what go I was, on about your business. I was talking to a few. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what they throw at you. Yeah. I was talking to a few people and they was like, they need to lock up the parents too. And they should. Mm-hmm. The parents should be charged. The uh, Definitely the parents. Yeah. The parents that signed the kids over to this nigga should be charged. The people in his camp mm-hmm. that used to round up the young girls and bring them to him should be charged. Right. The people that paid off these folks' families after he did that to them young girls should be charged. And whoever else was in the fucking house. Yeah. Should be charged. The uh, the from what I understand, he was molested. So whoever fucking molested him and did that to his brain should be fucking charged if they still alive. Right. But first and foremost, the nigga with the dick who was fucking the babies needs to go down. Yeah. In flames, and then y'all can get the rest. Yeah. Because I know that just uh, it was a few pods ago. I remember we talked about dude. This one guy ended up uh taking a plea because he was trying to pay the one of the victims off and then <laughs> yeah I, I, I brought him up no, I remember him. I, I can't remember what his actual position was he won't know he was one of his like handlers or bodyguards or something yeah but he went and tried to make tried to pay the one for like 150000 to be quiet and then she wasn't trying to be quiet the nigga like set a on fire he said he set her car he set her on fire he tried to scare her and then she ended up calling the police and he ended up getting locked up and and, and taking a plea and going to the penitentiary all night <coughs> so like everybody that was involved in this nigga whole little nasty but this is also the thing um he they gotta be getting ready to lock up other motherfuckers because they convicted him of racketeering and in order for them to convict him of racketeering, they're saying he people. ran a criminal enterprise. Right. So there has to be other people involved in this series, yeah. involved, or that's not an enterprise. That's just you. Unless they lock up other people. So they don't. But then I think other people, then I believe, if I ain't mistaken, some of the other people that they rounded up to lock up, mm-hmm. like turned on him and, and mid cop, you know what I'm saying? Immunity. Just to, to save, they save face. Yeah. Yeah. So. But fuck him, no man. I'm fuck all of them, man. 
it, he's responsible for a lot of music that meant a lot of shit to me throughout these years, and I probably still listen to a lot of it. TV2.com was a turning point in my life. I'll never take his music away, but I can't listen to it the same. Every time I listen to it, I'm like, you talking to a kid. Yeah. That's the thing. I hear <laughs> I hear shit now. Yeah, especially like, when he called himself the motherfucking Pied Piper. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, when I was done with the nigga. Yeah. That's I, well, I, I wasn't done with, with him, but I was like, what, yeah. what are you on, bro? Because we already know what you did with Aaliyah. So, what the fuck was you on? Yeah, you know what he was on. Dumbass nigga. Oh, got them teenagers. Wait a minute. He said they had a home dad. said one of his guys used to go down. Yeah, I guess that's some charges you got to deal with in Chicago. I guess it's like a popular McDonald's. Yeah. About a high school. About a high school, yeah. Said so they used to go down to the motherfucking spit little bitches out. You want to meet Robert? Yeah. Gross. That's some gross shit. Pussy, right? That shit's still pissy. You got David over here trying to bring him home so you can pee on him. It's too much urine infusing. <laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and spreading the herpes. And the herpes. I forgot about the herpes. Yeah. Spreading the herpes. Yeah, because the doctor just testified that the nigga was willingly, knowingly spreading herpes. It's crazy. Just giving out herpes. <laughs> Goddamn, Robert. Put that nigga under the jail. Hey, Why well, are we on Chicago? Uh-oh. To segue into this, you know, everybody knows I, I drive for Uber and shit. <clears throat> so I get this ride last night and it came up a little black screen and it didn't have no destination minutes or nothing. Okay. So I'm like, Michael Myers trying to get Uber, nigga. Hey, I accepted it. Okay. I was like, fuck, I'm going to go get this motherfucker, get this money and go home. <laughs> I was making it my last ride of the yeah, night. This is it. <clears throat> I tell people all the time when I get them. It's time for me to go home. Be like, guess what? They be like, what? Like, you won the last ride of the night. Yeah, you won. That's it. You know. So I go all the way on the west side. <laughs> Pull up in these apartments. These motherfuckers are standing outside. I'm like, damn. Okay, that's that's different. I'm not used to that at night. And there's suitcases and and, and shit. I'm like, well, where is this motherfucker going to Greyhound? You know, I'm thinking in my head, it's like ten thirty. Yeah. Airport ain't flying nothing out at this no, time. No, no, no. We don't got one of them cities like it's twenty four hours. So, hell no. Uh, I'm like, well, damn, he got to be going to the Greyhound. Greyhound you me. know, they get him in the car, they load us all this shit. They do, he do his hugs and they leave. You know what I'm saying? Well, they didn't exactly leave. You ever been in them apartments where it goes up and it's got the little glass pane window so you can look out? Yeah. All right, so they were in the hallway. They were standing in the hallway looking. Stairs looking. You know what I mean? So he gets in. I turn on to to start the trip and shit. I'm like, why are they asking me to get a whole different map? I'm like, hey, bro, where are you going? Where are we going? He's like, oh, Chicago. I said, no, we not. We're not going to Chicago tonight. (laughs) He was like, what what do you mean? Uh, This is an Uber request. I don't care what you requested. I'm not taking you to Chicago. He, he was like, are you going? I said, yeah, I'm going to cancel the trip. Don't you worry about that. You ain't getting charged nothing, but. Don't you worry. It's 1030. I'm not trying to come back at four, almost four in the morning. Five, about four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He was like, but you have to. I said, no, no I, I do not. Do you know, uh, you can gladly get out and find you somebody else to take you. But I'm not going to do that. I got to get up in the morning and do things. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, okay. 
And then he get I get out, open the back, pull out his shit. The friends is still standing in the goddamn window. They looking sad like fuck. Instead of coming back in. Yeah. So he they was trying to really get rid of him. You know what I mean? Because I've never seen nobody come out and sitting there watching like, please take this. <laughs> Please take this stinky dicky here. And how'd you know he stank? I didn't, did I say that? No. Oh, but he did. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he stank. He, it was musty on level 10. He was past 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm riding on the mirrors. Like no. This. Oh, no. And it was hot, too. So if I rolled down the window, it would have been even worse. Just a, just a heat must tornado. Yeah. Just a <laughs> funknado, nigga. <laughs> they gonna make a movie. About that shit. But yeah, man, I had to get that one out, man. I had to say that for the show, man. This dude, he's like, you have to take, no, I don't got to take nah, you nowhere. I don't have to take you I'm not nowhere. obligated. Nobody's telling me. Nobody's going to fire me for not taking you. I'm letting you know that I'm making a player's decision. And I can't do it, my nigga. You got to get out. <laughs> Since we on Chicago and funky, it all ties in. It all does. Yeah, they, uh... <laughs> Nigga, you know somebody bought a pair of Michael Jordan's underwear, used underwear at auction. Used underwear for twenty seven hundred dollars. Who the who the who the hell want Michael Michael Jordan's underwear? They bought a pair of Michael Jordan's used gray boxer briefs. Peach stains and possible skid marks. They was fresh out the dry cleaner. Oh, they were clean. Well, you when you say used, I'm thinking they well they had been worn, but they have been dry cleaned. I'm thinking fresh off, no, no, off his, off ass. his ass, like, ugh. yeah, that's gross. So Still gross, but at auction, bro. Why would you want Michael like Michael Jordan's draws? And the crazy part is, they started the bid at ninety bucks, and it went it worked its way all the way up to twenty seven hundred. That means some motherfuckers was going back and forth for Mike's draws. <laughs> it was a, it was a, uh, it was an offset bet. <laughs> so my guy, I want to. How do you feel just giving up on a pair of drawers that you didn't up the ante on? <laughs> How many people were plants? Uh, yeah, that's... It's drawers. It's fucking drawers, bro. I'm going to sell my drawers. I don't think it's going to... Yeah, I'm going to get like a net worth of five cents. <laughs> that's where the bid is going to start at five cents for my drawers. <laughs> I'm going to get the ones with the little elastics coming out. You know what I'm saying? The little frills at the top and shit. The- the woods niggas remember they ain't got nothing going on. Yeah, you ain't got nothing. You just gonna sit around the crib and shit. The bottom and shit. Yeah, <laughs> gotta put your nuts back in sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Man, my lord! Oh, bro, how you feel about um? Well, first of all, you hear about New York firing all them people. The uh, the healthcare workers. Yeah. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Uh, we can't say the magic V word, but we can say the, uh, the 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 solution. Yeah. Because they won't be solutionized and yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can't say that. No, no we can't say that. They were talking about uh, taking all mm-hmm. anti-solution propaganda off of that particular platform right there. Yes, sir. I, I saw something about that. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've been on it heavy for yeah. uh, you know I'm a fifty one fifty show watcher, so yeah, they, that's how they go about it. And I understand, you know what I mean. Yeah, but that's that's some bullshit. Um, American Airlines did it too. 
But you hear what they did up here at, uh, I think it's St. Vincent. What did they do? They brought in uh, extra, like, military uh, personnel to help out in um, hospitals. For real? Yeah. yeah. And they're doing that in a lot of places. Because they can't get their people. Everybody's yeah. walking away from this shit. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, American Airlines did it too. They fired like 60% of their damn staff. So what they going to do? They, they guess so they it's the haves and have-nots now. That's what it sounds That's what like. we're moving into, the, into the, uh, the the revelation marks of the beast. That's what it sounds uh, like. Imaging and shit, yeah. That's what it feels like. It Motherfuckers getting alienated. And the majority of the people that I talk to from doing what I do, they are not what the media is putting out. You know, they're like, hey, it's your choice. Yeah. Everybody, nobody's ever got in and been like, you got to do this. And they're not ramming it down your throat. Like what they're saying or making it seem like everybody's you know, doing. The media's purpose, man. They, they take everything and make it divisive. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, bro, we... They keep us confused and fighting they so that we don't see what's fight, going so they can on. Do whatever they want to exactly. Do. Yeah, yeah. Here, look at this hand over here, and While I, I tickle your butt with this one. Yeah, basically. And, and tell you he did it. <laughs> <laughs> now go be mad yeah, at him. Be mad at him for tickling your butt. And have a, a, a Hatfield McCoy feud. Yeah. The butt tickling I did. <laughs> <laughs> I see the rabbit coming out the hat, man. Yeah, I see yeah. that trick, bro. All the time, man. All the time. Now, you said, man, if you want to go ahead and rock that way, play by all means. All oh, means. Do what you got to do. It's your life. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to stop you, but don't talk about me because I feel the way I feel. I feel the same way I feel about, like, gun laws as I feel about this. Right. Whatever you want to do to protect yourself and your family, go up, do it. Hell, yeah. So, if that's going to do that, you know, if it's going to get this or if it's going to man, do it. Now, I'm all good with open carry, but I think it's certain places, like we talked about, that are even in public, like a park. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going you're gonna to have kids and you're going to have people there that want to have their leisure time, mm-hmm. and they don't want to worry about this person walking around with this open carry rifle, yeah. because you can do that. You know, yeah. I, get, I get it, that's your right, but some places are just some places that don't need to see that. Mm-hmm. You know, people... So you go to like a... Where was that the other day? Was it one of them stores? I can't remember which store it was. Mm. But yeah, sign on the door said like no firearms. Oh yeah, at all. Like I don't care about your permit. Yeah, this is this is my rule in my store. There's a lot of places like that. Yeah, don't bring that in here, bro. I don't care what you can carry out there. Yeah, this ain't the place. <laughs> <laughs> but to have you in here with that thing on your hip? Hell yeah. You know people still do, but whatever. Uh, speaking of entitled people, I got this man named Vincent uh, Paterno, man. You heard of him? That sounds familiar. He's that uh, FedEx driver that says he won't deliver your package uh, if you have a uh, Black Lives a Matter flag. or Joe Biden or Kamala, uh, what do you call her? Mm. K- Kamala the Camel Toe oh. Harris. That's oh. what he called <laughs> right. So he, he posted his bullshit on TikTok, this long spiel about yeah. how he won't do it, talking about uh I won't deliver your shit. I'll just return it back and keep on returning it. Mm. He was immediately fired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, he's staying now at the Howard Johnson. He believes that he could uh, fly planes now. Oh. 
No, I'm just fucking around. Okay. <laughs> I said, I was gonna say that he stayed at the Howard Johnson. You know, everybody do whatever they want when they stay at the yeah, Howard Johnson. The Howard Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he tripping. You know, um, I saw that, and I meant to. Where'd you got it? Got it on. This is good. I was gonna say something about it, and I forgot. Yeah, man, I thought that was ooh, my bad, people. Told you we were tired. Yeah, yeah, out of this world. I'm surprised I didn't catch it. You know, y'all's are contagious. Yeah, they are. I tried to make sure I ain't pass it like a swisher, but <laughs> you know, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes, yeah. But yeah, man, that uh, this hatred for everything. But I guess that's everybody's opinion and shit, and yeah. how they was raised and whatever it is. But it's got to come to an end sometimes. But who knows? Who knows? Shit, we got better days ahead of us. Yeah, if you stuck, you stuck. Be progressive. Nah, man. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Bigotry and hate and all that, bro. It's just like you said. That's how you was raised. And you, yeah, and you for some reason can't get your mind out of that nonsense. I just want something to happen. To all of them. That, that shit got to stop passing. It does. Like I said, before I came over here, getting my uh, supplies from the gas station, you know, I'm a cordial guy, so if I see somebody walking toward the door, I hold the door open. Yeah. I wish I didn't hold the door open on this one. What I just seen a man grabbing his stuff and walking toward the door, so I opened the door. When he was walking out, uh, when he got halfway close to the door, he started turning around and started cussing little, uh, the, the, my guy out behind the, the counter. The, the, Yeah. And he's talking about, I bet you won't come out to the parking lot and say that shit and this, that, the other. Oh, dude came out the door and immediately went out to the parking lot. You know, I minded my business. I just kept on going so I can get my shit. (laughs) But, yeah, he immediately came out the door. He didn't, no hesitation. He turned around, opened the door, and came right up out of there. Went right to the parking lot. His other friend was like, Jean, Jean, don't stop, don't don't, stop, man, stop. Don't do it. And he's coming to the door. He was saying, uh, when he was coming past me, he was saying whatever he was. I know he was cussing. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't even try to repeat the shit because I'm going to sound racist to the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it be sounding funny to the motherfucker. Man, we talking about bigotry and all this other stuff. Man, you hear about uh, that the white dude's anchor who was suspended indefinitely for... What he do? <clears throat> you know, they... Um, They've dubbed a name for for when white women go missing. How the news? Oh, the the white women's missing syndrome. Yeah, because you know the news will come on and say fifteen black women is missing, and nobody give a fuck. And they'll go, oh, okay, cool. One white woman missing in the woods or in the desert or some they shit. They go ape, this is ape shit news. Yeah, you feel me there? We know from the the two cases down in Bloomington. Yeah, shit. exactly. So. His reporter is from a uh, Oakland-based station, KT KTVU. Mm-hmm. He's a three-time Emmy winner. Like he's he's the real deal. Okay, he's a white man, but he has an adopted black daughter, beautiful Muslim adopted black daughter. You see her down in the corner. Yeah, he wanted to discuss white woman white woman syndrome during the coverage about the Gabby PT. PDO case, the white woman that's missing right now, or dead. 
what 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 is what is the significance of her? Like, why are we both like like you just talking about? Why is it all over the news? What did she do? She was killed, I believe, and then her boyfriend's still on the run. The nigga dogged the bounty on her out chasing after the nigga right now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Brian something. They know who he is. Yeah, but do want to talk about the white woman missing white woman syndrome on there. And they was not going for it, man. And they, uh, he got his shit out, but then they suspended him indefinitely. This is an Emmy Award winning. What, uh, did it say what he said specifically? Like some things? Mm-mm. I want to know what he said that got him, uh, done like that. But is it what, like, did he relate it to black women missing, like you just said earlier? Or any other race of women missing? Because uh, I believe that's some bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it sounded like he uh, he got into a real big argument with the director, Amber Ekel, about wanting to talk about that on, on air. Yeah. And they got into a real big fallout. And she told him, Non-white women don't look like relatives to to news execs, and that's why they won't talk about it. Wow! But Damn! It's him. Damn! Yeah, Frank Somerville, man, sixty-three years old. I fuck with you, Frank. Yeah, yeah. You all right, my book, man? Spend this man for uh, trying to shed some light on some shit. Yeah, I fuck with Frank, man. Frank, Frank, all right with me, man. Trying to, you know, because you know, we always talk about the allies. Hell yeah. That's, that's, that's they was on one for that, activity. though. But they always going to be on one for that. Man, that's they, uh, they yeah, other hidden agenda. And it's hard to be a black person and wake up every day and not feel mad, not be angry. Bro. Especially when you're, I'm not even going to say awoke, when you know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, this difference between being awoke and knowing. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely, because there's a lot of people that ain't, ain't quote-unquote woke. And, right. And, you know, and but i tell you like this. Being woke, and we'll talk about this often, but like we should. Being woke, bro, is so frustrating. It makes you want to go back to sleep, brother. It does. You, know, you seen how the ignorance is bliss? Well, it really is. You seen how the dude in uh, the Matrix was trying to go back? He's like, "Look, man, I want to taste a steak again. I want to do whatever I want to do. Oh, this wine tastes so beautiful, you know." You start looking at. <clears throat> Fortunately enough for me, I've uh, my stepfather had me learning what was going on in the real world. Very young. At a young age, yeah. Yeah, we doing book reports on Malcolm X when I was in elementary school. Like, and not even book reports for the school. Like, I was doing nah, book reports home. at the crib. Like, I feel you. Yeah, I went to the, he took me to the first Million Man March. Like, uh, the, the first one. It was like the the little kids and I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this poor white trash. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he died in the little cabin. <laughs> <laughs> my stepfather basically like he wasn't super militant. No I know what you he mean just, though. Want me to know? Nah, I grew up with you a militant family too. Dewey P. Newton and all them. So yeah, like, people that people are just now getting on now and really trying to understand. Like he told me about Larry Hoover and all that. Right. Knew who the gangs was like understood. 
You know what I'm saying? Like niggas that was that had something going on. Well, my man that just um they just made the movie about that was real good. Yui's homeboy. Um, my man played the shit out of. I can't think of his name. I am too. Because he told me that. Because I keep thinking Lakeith Stanfield, but that's the dude that played the 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 informant. Mm -hmm. Uh, damn, I can't think of that name. Frederick, Frederick, nah. Fred Hammond. Fred Hammond. No, is it? Thought that's our. That's the. That's a singer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to go yeah. to the to the source. You got it. You look in the buzzy <laughs> But now he talked me about all that. He told me about you know the Mr. Farrakhan's and 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 and, and Marcus P. Garvey's and all all of this shit when I was a kid. So I remember like the, the nigga used to have me sitting in here watching Roots, nigga, like until I was. Like, you know, I'm a child, and you're telling me about it in depth, right. and not watch this. So I never had a chance to not be woke. Like, maybe I ignored some things from time to time, but I always knew what was going on, because it made it very clear for me. Not even that, just from being um, with me, being around adults all the time. Yeah. I always had the vibe to where the adults wanted me to sit. I could sit amongst them. Although I wouldn't say shit. You know how to shut up. Yeah. See, that's what'll get you in the dope. <laughs> it's the kids that fuck with them that, that, that'll, that'll, because I used to sit around my daddy and all his people and my stepdaddy and all his people. Yeah. Because I would, I would chill. I would soak up. I would soak everything up. I'm, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to learn what y'all talking about. We was right. Fred Hammond. Fred Hampton. Hampton. Yeah. Okay. Hammond. You, oh, you said Hammond. Yeah, I said Hammond. Okay, I said Hampton. Okay. Yeah, Fred yeah, Hammond. I was wrong. Fred Hammond is the we fall down, <laughs> but we get up. <laughs> if I'm mistaken. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fuck with gospel at all. Actually, I do fuck with gospel. The only, the only gospel I fuck with? Down. <laughs> would you... Would you Reggae. Reggae. Well, it, Majority. No, you right. I stopped myself. You right. Majority of the reggae. Unless you go to that dark reggae, like, uh, what's his name? I can't think his name. Uh, uh, cartel? Darker than him. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the demon dude. Oh. No. <laughs> See, I, I fuck with world balls. I fuck with Vibes Cartel. Uh, he always be talking about Sparta. No. Uh, I'm going to look him up real quick. But, uh, yeah, reggae, man. I noticed it when I um, was coming up. I'm like, they always talk. I'm like, who is Ja? Mm-hmm. And my mom be like, oh, that's God. I'm yeah. like, so every song they talk about God? Absolutely. That's right. That, that's gospel. That's nothing but gospel music. Absolutely. And I love the way they do it. I don't like our gospel music. That, I don't hear that shit. Shit, some of ours sound like that you too. Heard Fred Hammond. You need to down. You never heard that shit. That shit how you got them little your one tear be rolling down your shit like the Indian in the commercial when the man threw the trash out the window. <laughs> he was just sitting there listening, like you got you're right, man. The Saint is just a sinner who fell down and got up. <laughs> Tommy Lee. Tommy, oh yeah, I know you talking. That's about. the reggae uh, demon dude. Yeah, he can keep that dark shit to himself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
going to church too. Oh, if you sung a lot at your church and you wasn't about hitting the message and getting up out of there, I don't want to be there. I used to have, do you remember them little, uh, I think these are extinct, little tiger handheld games. You had to put the batteries oh, man, in them. The shit you had a little fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Little fireball. Little digital uh, video games. Yeah. I used to bring shit. that shit to church. And be sitting there because you put on silent. Mm-hmm. And I. Yeah. Mm-hmm, y'all stand up and sit down. Y'all keep going through the, To me, it was all bullshit. I don't know. I, I've never liked church. I've never liked it. You no, know, I ain't know. Uh, and I got to do this all the time when I get talking about it. I ain't no atheist, no shit like that. Right. I believed in higher power. Mm-hmm. I was. But I was raised Muslim. And I decided not to keep practicing that Understood. after I got close to my 20s. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't agree with the, some of the ways that they treated women. I can see that. You know what I mean? I love women. so important. So, <laughs> I didn't agree with some of the things that they do. But a lot of the stuff that they did teach, I agree with. Right. You feel me? I see what you're saying. No, definitely. Especially the teachings, man. So, and the actual facts and all that. Yeah, but when, but but like my stepfather was uh is, like I say was man still alive, but the death talked to this like, uh he was well versed in like all religions. Yeah. He made it a point that if he was gonna practice Islam he was gonna know about all the other religions, so he studied That makes sense. He learned he thought he learned how to speak Arabic so he could read the original Quran and not the English. Oh, wow. Yeah. The English Tainan version. Like, yeah, because it's different translated. It's right. Not the same. It's always going to be something different. So we learned how to read Arabic mm. and speak Arabic. So we could, you know what I'm That's saying? Dope. And man, I remember we had our jewelry store. I used to be, like you said, a fly on the wall. Like I wasn't a kid, I was a teenager. Yeah. But just, you know, a fly on the wall. But like people would come into the jewelry store and like to debate him about religion. Oh. Certain, you know, it would be friends. Right. And certain people that were Christians, certain people that That's just what they did. That's just what they did. (laughs) But the crazy thing about my stepfather is he could usually tell you more about your religion than you know. You could, yeah, I understand. I've been around those people. He just wasn't no churchgoer. He studied the religion. There you go. There you go. So he used to be in there spitting out random things and he. Kind of right saying shit you ain't never heard of. Man, I've seen him shut down so many arguments with different, and not just Christians, different. No, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, even because he was a, uh, I've even seen him do it to other Muslims because he was a, uh, I was raised conventional Muslim, which okay. is real Muslim, not the nation of Islam. No, I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I've seen him put the nation of Islam niggas in a place because y'all don't really know. Y'all are learning from. Somebody else from uh, Farrakhan, which is which is cool. Farrakhan's right. good for what he does, but this religion's been around way before that, man. True that. You feel me? That is true. Hey man, I used to watch some. I used to watch some amazing religious breakdowns. But my thing about where I was going with this is, 
I believe in a higher power, bro. I just don't believe in organized religion. I don't no. believe in institutions of religion. I don't believe I have to go to your institution to praise God. I don't. Right. I don't think that I need to hear about God through a third party. No. Because from everything I've learned, it was taught God is in me. There you go. And if I want that's to talk how to I him, feel. I can just look inward and talk to yourself. To made in His reflection. So we all have some God in us. Exactly, you got and both. Yeah, and I don't need to go to your house of worship to worship the Lord. And, yeah. or, or, or the higher power or whatever name you want to call him. I, I feel like tithing is supposed to... Cause I, all right, so these are vessels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And whatever is in us that keeps us going, other than blood and now... No, there's something else. Yeah, the spirit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Get the God in me. So... Another <clears throat> for us to keep going with that, man, it's like shit. You gotta be yourself. Yeah. And you gotta look within yourself for shit and quit asking other people to help you and heal yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's up to you to admit and look that's what a lot of people don't wanna do. They want they don't want to talk about their flaws to themselves. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want to make it seem like somebody else did it to them. Yeah, the craziest thing anyone can do is look in the mirror. Yeah. And I look in the mirror all the time. I look in them motherfuckers all the time. Yeah, you got to be honest with yourself. Hell yeah. You got to be. Because if you ain't honest with yourself, you can't ever better yourself. No. Because you're lying to yourself. And then if you don't, like, love yourself, you can never be loved properly by anyone else. There you Man, that's big. That That's dope. That's dope to the motherfucker because yeah. that is the truth. Yeah. Because, I mean, one thing that I was always, that I always feel, like, with, with Especially because over the last few years, I've done a lot of self-reflecting and self, right? You know, trying to just you know better. But a lot of times we put a lot of weight in, like what you just said, a lot of weight in someone else making us happy. Yeah, and whether it be a relationship, a friendship, or so we put a lot of weight in someone else making us happy. Exactly, and that's not that person's job. It's they show the fuck ain't. That person's job is to add to your happiness, not make you happy. And you to add to theirs. And you to add to theirs. Because the thing about it is, when that person doesn't make you happy that particular day, you don't have your own happiness to thrive off of, nope. and you turn into an asshole towards that person. Because <laughs> they ain't got their gesture shoes, their gesture hat on today. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you. My job is to add to your happiness, not to make you happy. There you go. There you go. And vice versa. There you go. You got to find that shit within yourself. You got to look within yourself, building, and it's a, and of course it's good to be able to rely on a community for a little, for, for a little, little bit, but not and more support, but not all of it. Not all of it. You know, you got to have that internal support. Yeah. You got to get out here and do what you want to do and feel how you want to feel. Shit, everybody identifying as what they want to identify as. How can't nobody just telling themselves the truth? And most importantly, when you decide to get entwined in a religion, quit trying to preach it to me. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I hate that shit. I am very happy for you. If I mean, you know I, something, if I ask what it's about, yeah. But just to... Just the off willing one. You need to do this and Man, come I don't on talk here. To you ever again no on, more, that's what you do every time I talk to you. On Wednesdays we wash feet, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't uh, do nothing on Saturdays, and yeah, I, you know that's 
yo, that's your deal. And I mean, if you want to tell me about what you got going on, cool, but quit trying to convert me. That's what I meant. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, quit trying to convert me. Speaking of that, Uh-oh. I read an article. I didn't write it down. Okay. Shoot for me. <laughs> yeah. A young man was killed, stabbed, for handing out pamphlets to go to church. Wow. And the reason why I didn't write it down is because his friend is the one that they went to because I guess she was there. But she never ever told the story of what happened. She was just like, "He got, he, he's dead." But from from the gist of it, they was at a food drive or whatever. Then he came and had uh, his <laughs> leaflets for the, yeah for the church. So he's trying to get people to come to church. Okay. You know, um, <clears throat> he went. I don't get. He wasn't preaching to nobody from what it what it looked just like, and he got stabbed. Jesus. For no reason. They don't. They they caught the dude, but. They never said why he stabbed him or anything like that. Like, it's just some random occurrence. Like, as if it were to be written that way, which it was, I guess. <laughs> Since we're talking about the church and all that, and this ain't really saying nothing about the church, but it's just a correlation segue. It was a local pastor in Oklahoma, a 33-year-old Michael... Call Hill? Yeah. Uh, well, the other day, he was beaten to a bloody pulp by a nine-year-old child's father because Mr. Coghill kept running past these children's bus stop in the morning and when they got off the bus and touching the kids inappropriately. Like, he set up his jogging time. Around when the kids go to school and when they get out? So he could come by and, and like, the one the boy went home and told his dad, like, hey, dude, keep coming by and touching me in a way that I don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. So the dad, like, you know, did some dad surveillance shit. He, he sat out there in the car and watched his child get off the bus and saw Buddy do the shit. Oh, shit. Jumped out the car and, and, and gave him the the rumpa bum bum. Look at his face. Damn. Long shot. Damn, he like something from The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hands and feet, ladies and gentlemen. Hands and feet. That's what they do to you. Yeah. They so, uh they rough you up, but they don't kill you. Yeah. Stopped several times. He was he just kept doing it. He said the child told his parents called he jogged by his bus stop several times and touched him in a way that made him feel uncomfortable. Mm. So last Wednesday, the father waited waited in his car to see if Cargo would return. Yeah. And he did. And he did that again. And he... What is the obsession? Well, that's, that's, that's definitely a sickness, my nigga. There's <laughs> no other... Explanations for that. Explanations for it. That's a sickness. You gonna walk? You gonna you gonna jog your ass when the kids get on the bus, and yeah. then when they get off, and touching on them. Mm-hmm. Hell, when I see a kid walking down the street, I, I I'm scared for myself. I go in the house. <laughs> Say nah, <laughs> with no problems. With no problems, I'm going right now. All the kids is out. I'm in the house. You ain't gonna say a damn thing about me and your goddamn kids. No. Hey, I feel you. No. I feel you. 
<laughs> That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Just beating up. Yeah. Because you want to touch on little kids, you nasty fuck. We tell my folks kicking ass, man. Manny Pacquiao retired from boxing. All right. You is know, it about shit, that time? It's, it's been about that time. How old is he, like, ancient? Um, he older than the boxing standards, all right? <laughs> Maybe he should come play for the coach. <laughs> End his career. We need the help. Said, I had a writer the other day. He said, yeah, man, I don't call them deuces no more. I was like, what you call them? He said, I call them wince. <laughs> he said, when he takes his shit, he calls it a wince. Wince. <laughs> yeah. Why? He said that's what the quarterback for uh, it, uh, the coach says. He ain't shit. So he takes a wince. <laughs> I said, you are retarded. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm feeling, too, man. They doing horrible. Horrible. <sighs> <laughs> You know how I am with the Colts, man. I got a... I won't even say love-hate. It's been about a 10-year hate. Maybe Damn. 15 now. Damn. Yeah. It's a long, lot of hate. I'll tell you when, when, when I started hating them. You remember the year that they went undefeated the entire regular season and then lost first round of the playoffs? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Early 2000s? Yep. Yeah. And then the next year, that's when they won the Super Bowl. And then Bowl. the next year, they won the Super Bowl. Well, the year before oh. the Super Bowl. Prior to that. No, no. That year that you're talking about, they didn't They didn't go 16-0. and 0. They went 13-0. and 0, And then got, started getting the asses whooped. They lost the last three. But they did win the number one, I mean, the home for the yeah. uh for the uh, playoffs and got that ass whooped. Yeah, I, first round. That's what happened, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that particular year, I won a bunch of money, but they just kept letting <laughs> And we was, it was going down. It was nice amounts of money. And I got cocky, and I made a big bet first round of playoffs. Ooh. And I lost my shirt. You hear me? Ooh. Thousands of dollars. Ooh. And I, and I've hated them ever since. Like, I didn't, I wasn't even a fan when they won the Super Bowl. Like I, I went downtown to celebrate it because I knew people was gonna be out there giving out free drinks and things of that nature. But I mean, I think that was like the year they did this. It was like oh five or oh six. It was uh, the one the year they won the Super Bowl was oh six. Oh five was the year, yeah. and I distinctly remember that because I had a homeboy that I was working with. His brother was James Mungrow, <clears throat> and I got to sit down and talk to this man. You know what I mean? I'm not like a starstruck person when yeah. I see somebody. I'm like, oh, no. Nah, I just was like, oh, you play for the Colts? He was like, yeah. I was like, who are you? He was like, James Mungrow. I was like, oh, okay, you the fullback. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. And he was even talking about it. He's like, man, we won all them games, man. You thought we was going to win the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah. He said, hey, I'm mad about that shit, too. So did we, nigga. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm mad about that shit, too. Yeah, fuck him. Not fuck him. But fuck them. <laughs> I, ain't, man, I ain't been a fan since, man. That was yeah, they just went ago. down, man. They went down here. Yeah, broke, broke my heart. <laughs> all my faith in you. Broke my heart. See, I knew it was something. <laughs> broke my heart. <laughs> I did the same thing with the Pacers, man. 
that I had, they broke my heart back in Reggie days. Man. I just couldn't get past Mike in New York. And, and, and the Knicks. Yeah, it was usually the Knicks. Yeah. And then I restored some faith in the Pacers. And then the... the, the like lost to the Lakers, didn't they? Well, no. Then the whatchamacallit happened. Because I, I had faith in oh, the Oh, the uh, Mouse and the Palace. the Palace. Yeah. I had faith in that team. That team was hoopers. That was a that was a good team. That was, was a deuce dogs. And then for uh, Metal World Peace mm-hmm. to leave and then go to the what's Lakers the crap to the and went, yeah just went one and shit. Chip but was, even he felt bad about that though. Mm-hmm. He felt bad about Chip that. Probably went to San Antonio and won a chip. Steven Jackson. You're right. Yeah. 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 Only person did go leave and get a chip was uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah. Shit. He was mad about that shit, yeah. boy. He was mad. Yeah. Should have went to one of the winning teams. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember where. He, where you go? Forgot. See, and I just. I just didn't watched, win. I ain't. It ain't important. I just watched that. Uh, <sighs> pardon me, let you know. <laughs> <laughs> are real. I just watched it, the Malice of the Palace. Um, did you watch that? I watched it. It was pretty damn good. It was. It was real good. Real, yeah, they had uh, Reggie telling his side of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, all I could do is just watch all this. <laughs> then they had, then um, right after that, Jermaine O'Neal was on uh, All the Smoke, Matt Barnes, and Steve Jackson's podcast. Okay, yeah, the one that was talking about Kwame. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he became on there, so he was telling even more about the in depth shit. Okay, and you know him and Steve Jackson was talking about they lived it mm-hmm. together. They was like, cause what they was they was talking about. He's on the documentary and we talk about the Malice in the Palace. Yeah. When he was on all the smoking shit, they was talking about the shit that happened in Rio with the shooting, the shootout. Damn. Remember that? No, I don't. You remember that shit that happened at Club Rio? Oh. Well, yeah, that was Steven Jackson, wasn't Steven it? Steven Jackson was going to be hit by the car. Yeah. Okay. He got all his teeth knocked out. They had to, they had to do reconstructive surgery on his mouth. Uh. He was trying to shoot a nigga got that, but they hit him with a car. <laughs> I think it was like him, Jamal Tinsley, and somebody else was at Rio and got to a shootout. Damn. And a nigga hit that nigga. I remember that. Car, nigga. I remember that faintly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and they were saying, like, all oh, that shit led up to it because that shit happened after the Malice in the Valley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. They was only talking about, like, all the shit. It was like, if finally they was like, we gotta trade y'all niggas, man. Like, <laughs> y'all doing too much. Yeah. Shit, that, he said that was the uh, the last time he was going to talk about that, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to relive, did, relive did, that uh, shit. He did their podcast before it came out. Oh, okay. But they didn't release the podcast until after it came out. That makes sense. They released it at the same time. You know, the, you know that you make know, a lot of timing sense. Timing means everything in this, Hell yeah. in this game. <laughs> timing means everything in this game. We, uh... Dave Chappelle got a announced he got another special going on Netflix. Oh shit, when's it supposed to hit? October fifth. Cool. Called the closer. The closer. Mm-hmm. Why the closer? Did uh-huh. he say okay? I don't know. That sounds like some the the end of comedy type shit. I don't know. The closer? Well you know uh It's like a curtain call. Well you know in the <laughs> in the comedy world the closer is the Say for last, yeah. It's just a okay. So maybe he just called himself, and, to, and he might have some uh, 
some special guests on there. Maybe I hope so. <clears throat> I know he got to be, or I, he might not have it on there. There might be a single one, but I know they was recording all this shit they was doing down there in Ohio. Yeah. That's what's up. There ain't no way in the world it ain't going to be some type of content released. Especially, you know, him and Netflix, they business partners. Now, yeah. They they going to put some shit together. Especially when they recovered this shit and stopped playing this shit for him. You know, he had already, that's one of the reasons why they did it, because they had been such business partners. That's what's up. You know, they gave that nigga uh, Netflix is doing it, man. They gave that nigga, what they give him? Um, 60 million for three specials. Oh, well. So it's on a whole nother rehab of his Netflix contract. I would take it. And then the crazy part is, he had already recorded two of them bitches Uh. with his own dime. So when they gave him the 60 million for three, he gave him two, huh? Y'all go ahead and edit that up and air those. I'll go (laughs) shoot another one. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And his his concept is coming along, too, as you were talking about the other podcast. Oh, it's it's the restaurant and the little county club. Yeah. And the fire station. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. It's coming together. They were talking about it on the news, uh, I want to say, Sunday. Yeah. <coughs> I told you, nigga, I'll, make, I'll take a trip to Springfield, Ohio to, Hell yeah. to, to see what that's happening with. Nigga. It can't be too far from it. We looked it up, it was like two hours. Like two away. hours. Two hours ain't shit. Nah, hell no. Two hours is closer than Chicago. Yeah. We should go have a good time somewhere. No, I mean, I ain't, I ain't nothing wrong with driving to two hours. Yeah. I'm with it. I ain't driving three to Chicago for nobody. Well, no, I'm not. Not a kid, I'm like a stinky nigga in your backseat. Hell no. I ain't with that either. I got something soft and smooth next to me. Yeah, that's a totally different vibe right there. A nice R&B playlist. Yeah, he was getting ready, too. You should have seen him. He sunk into the seat. He got comfy. He was doing one of them numbers. He got his phone out and shit. I'm like, he's putting all that funky up shit. Where are we going? Chicago. Not today. Not today, my friend. <laughs> Not today, my friend. <laughs> Not today. Man, you see Dollar Tree about to start selling shit that costs more than a dollar. Yeah. Everybody's selling shit that costs more than a dollar. But Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, the whole, uh, the gas stations, everything is going up. Can't be Dollar Tree no more then. And nah, it needs to be $2 Tree. A full $5 Tree. Shit, 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, this motherfucker tree is shit. Yeah. <laughs> the money tree. That's what they need to yeah. call it. Right, yeah. <laughs> Raise the price. <laughs> the only reason I even go in there is for balloons and picture frames and shit, but still, expired candy and shit like that. <laughs> expired candy? I didn't know it was expired. I don't fuck with Dollar Tree. I don't know I know I was tearing their ass up a couple years back though because they had uh, wrapping paper for the dirt ball cheap. Oh, shit. I got all the kids, man. Christmas time, they got them. Yeah, it's bad. Especially with big boxes and shit. Yeah. I already know. It was some of the thinnest, cheapest wrapping paper I've ever seen in my existence. But the thing about it was. (laughs) See through. Almost. But the thing about it was. That's better for kids. It really you is. See the kids struggle with that super thick, real expensive wrapping paper. They look at all crazy. <laughs> Try terrible pieces up. Man, that shit, that shit tore like a, what's the little stuffing you put in the birthday bag? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? With different color sheets of paper in the yeah. birthday bag. That's how that shit was, you know. Uh, Santa Claus drawn on it. It looked like I drew it. I want to say, it's not confection, that's sugar. Uh, not confetti paper, but uh, what the fuck? Cray paper. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that shit was made. This shit. Like, the presents got wrapped. <laughs> it ain't about the wrapping paper. It's about what you're wrapping. Man, you know, I, spent a bunch of money. I'm a little weird on this one. I, when I seen something well wrapped, I never wanted to open it. Because I enjoyed, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed the beauty of how it was wrapped. And I would take it apart slowly and shit, but yeah, because I, I hate to clean up all them little pieces of paper too. Because, you know, uh, growing up in the only child uh, household, yeah, you got to clean up shit by yourself. And yeah, that ain't fun. Did it. Shit, even at the company leave. Shit. I used to hate that shit. They made sure when I was about to leave their house, oh, the company got to help us clean up. They went, well, I need some help cleaning my room. Oh, we, we got to go. Fuck you mean you gotta go? Shit, come back over this motherfucker again. Next time we come, can we? Nope, we can sit in the front room. Fuck that, we ain't not going to my room. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have much uh, Christmas company. Shout out so too. It was just. Me and my imagination, this motherfucker. Boy. All my friends was outside. I ain't never come in for <laughs> Christmas time. This is my presence, look. <laughs> this is my motherfucking presence, look. You <laughs> play with this shit next week after I'm done with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull out one toy. Mm-hmm. You don't pull out the whole box. You pull out one toy at a time. You want to play with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to play with that? Force our, it on. Or community shit, like video games <laughs> and shit like that. Oh, yeah, video <laughs> games, yeah. You know, shit, uh, I ain't never, they ain't like me playing. I be on that motherfucker too long. <laughs> he never dies. The kids be looking at all the birthday, all the Christmas gifts and shit. They are like, because nigga, mom, dude, my mama is the meanest present that's rapping this nigga I've ever met in my life. <laughs> she like used to enjoy this shit. Man. I remember like I was like a kid, she would go work like a little part-time job at like Macy's or LS Airs or something to rap the gift rapping. Oh, Okay. It was like her thing. They used to just go do it every year. <laughs> and nigga, like during Christmas time, I buy waves because I got so many kids. It's hard to, to keep do it all at once. Yeah. Well, even that, it's just hard to keep it all in, in track of it. Right. So I, I get all the list. Right. And I order one kid at a time. And as the shit comes, I put it on the big box, write the name on it, drop it off to my mom. Right. And she wraps it all up. And the next kid, and, the next, <laughs> and she, you know, everything in this box belongs to Allison. So she makes sure it's on everybody's name. Nigga, <laughs> they tear it out. They're beautiful ass presents. So the presents be perfect, and they tear right into them. <laughs> give no fuck about all that hard work mom dudes put into that. Yes, well, I guess it's supposed to be Santa Claus that did it all. Yeah, sense. Sure. I told him a long time ago, Santa Claus wasn't real. Nigga, I yeah. watch all this shit. I told my son that too. I think because the reason I think I did it, if I ain't mistaken, because one of my kids asked me what I was going to get him for Christmas. Because this shit came from Santa Claus. <laughs> would, no, no. Oh, yeah, well, daddy. <laughs> listen, baby girl, Santa doesn't exist. Daddy spent a lot of money on this shit. <laughs> when, when was I, uh, how old was you when you found out Santa didn't exist? I was raised Muslim. Okay. <laughs> it was it was first grade for me. Yeah, I was raised. It was first. Muslim. It was first grade, and a little white girl next to me in a Denver Elementary. She was like, uh, 
well, excuse me, Oakland, when I was in Denver, but uh, she was like, why are you making a list for Santa? He's not real. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's not real. She was like, yeah, it's just your parents. I'm like, you telling me that this fat man is not real and I've been investing in movies. One of my favorite movies was The Santa Claus with Dudley uh, Moore. Okay. You know what I mean? And you gonna tell me this shit ain't real? I was like, who's dropping the presents off your in the parents. night? Yes, your parents might. Alright. And then in the second grade, I, I, I confirmed it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like some compromise and shit going on here. Because like, I was raised Muslim, but my mama didn't convert over to it. Right. So, she still practiced the tad. There's a tree. Some presents. Right. But nothing crazy, nothing major. My stepdad still bought me stuff for Christmas. Yeah. You know, like he didn't want to because... You know, the celebrating the energies and yeah. shit like that, yeah. And we did Halloween and shit. That's about all we really did here besides birthdays. Right. So it wasn't like a big deal, but like, you yeah, did a tree and all that shit, but I was, <laughs> I think I might have been three or four, maybe like five when I figured out. <laughs> when I was, when it was all cleared Coming up. Coming of age, yeah. It was all cleared up for me. Oh, uh, yeah. So from me feeling like that, I never wanted my son to, to go through that go through that and understand that uh, it's actually all a falsehood <laughs> yeah I feel you <clears throat> cause this is a goddamn letdown big ass letdown man shit you ready to get into this uh, this this spoiler moment uh, unless you got some more I ain't no matter to me I got one Okay. Because it doesn't fall into what we, it doesn't fall into Melanated Mag or. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I was still going to go into this, uh, into the games. Oh, bombings. <laughs> Rock and roll. I'm talking about. Well, no, let me knock this out. Yeah, go ahead. That's go ahead. a discussion. <laughs> it's just a uh, shout out to these two, two brothers, two stepbrothers. Uh, oh, shit. They, um, wrongly convicted of killing a white woman or raping a white woman 30 some odd years ago. And they're old now? They are well they they and they yeah I mean I guess so because they they were arrested in 1983 ah yeah for the murder of an 11 year old white girl named Sabrina, Sabrina Bowie. And they were convicted. One brother, well, first of all, the brother's names are, uh, are, Jesus. Henry McCollum and Leon Brown, their stepbrothers. Okay. They were, McCollum was 19 and Brown was 15. At the time? At in the, the 80s. time, in 1983. And they did, what, 30 years? They did 30 years. Oh, shit. And in 2014, they were exonerated after DNA evidence figured out that Roscoe Ortiz was the person that killed that girl. 
And tell me he was already locked up for some bullshit. Yeah, you know, I really didn't say. Okay. But, I mean, they named him, so they, something must have happened. But, um, so they were released back in 2014, but their lawyer just finally worked, got everything situated, and they were just awarded $75 million. Damn. For police misconduct. A piece or, or, or I mean. It's just split in half, 31 Thirty-one million apiece, one million for every year they spent to the penitentiary, plus an additional thirteen million in punitive damages. Damn. Yeah. That works itself out. They not, and they're not super old. Like they're not. They, nah. mean, they, 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 they men. They grow. Yeah. Men. They. Not, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So. I know money because can't, imagine what all they had to go through. That's what I say. I know money can't fix shit, but I'd much rather be on the streets trying to figure out how to put my life back together with thirty one million in the bank. Yeah, as opposed to Nothing. just being broke. Yeah, stand couch to couch or whatever it is yeah. they do. I know money can't fix it. Everything <laughs> doesn't have a price tag, and da 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 da. But the bottom line is that shit happened to him. Yeah, that's the, the fucked least up they shit. can do is get paid for it. Hell yeah. 30, how, many, how long? You said 30, 31 years they was locked 31 up? 31 years. They gave him wow. a million dollars. They gave him a million dollars for each year they was in jail. And an additional 13 million in punitive damages. So they gave him 75 million altogether. Damn. Mm. So shout out to them mm. for... They endured a lot. Enduring all that. Making it through that. Hell yeah. Being able to come home from that. And then putting that motherfucking city through the goddamn ringer. Nigga, they had to fight Fleece Johnson. <sighs> Nigga, they had to fight the booty warrior. Shit, it's the, either the easy way or the hard way. I like shit. Choice is yours. And I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, and I want you. Now we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Choice is yours. <laughs> Damn, they had to go through that. And, mm. yeah. Fuck. That's some fucked up shit. This shit, not more fucked up than this, though. Here we go. So, if y'all haven't seen it, you had about a week to see it. We about to get to talking about this uh, Netflix show. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. This shit different. Different. And it's good. It's real good. Like, the storyline is cool. I got past the, the, like we talked about off my, I got past the uh, the different voices for people that didn't fit them. But, uh, all in all, this was some good shit. And to go with that. So, you know when they came with the uh, the card and the number on the back of the card? Yeah. Why was that a real number? Was it? It turned out to be a real cell phone number belonged to some woman in Korea. Oh, that's fucked up. People's calling that number. So, they've been calling the number and uh, they've been doing prank calls and she received like over 4,000 calls a day and endless amounts of text messages and shit. I'd imagine that's the number one Netflix show 
in the game right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what happens is the the production company they didn't do it intentionally. Okay. It just happened to be somebody's actual number. And uh, I think they called the number before they put it on the card. Exactly, but that's what they did. So they even offered this woman another, another a million. Number. No, they offered her. Yeah, yeah. They offered her a million won, which is about eight hundred and fifty dollars of our money. Yeah. To change her number, if she refused. Yeah, that that one shit threw me off watching it. <laughs> ten thousand won. I was looking at like five dollars and some shit. <laughs> yeah, man. But that shit, man. Uh, that was some good shit. I needed to watch that, man. Uh, yeah. The red light, green light is what really got me into it. They just got to popping up niggas. Man. The robot little sensory eyes and everything. <laughs> the, <laughs> my guy, the old man, he was like, oh, I remember this game. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit, man. But my dude, man, he took the cake, dog. Uh, and you know, seeing the end mm-hmm. made me. Took the wind down my sails for the old man because it took some of the gangster out of him. I don't think they would have let nothing happen to the old man. Oh, but of course not. You know what I'm saying? But of course not. That and that's the, that's the reason why I went back to start watching it. Yeah, because I was like, was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> he was doing? I was just like, oh, he's a G. Nah, he knew everything was okay. Yeah. yeah everybody yeah. else here is worried about dying. He's only the only one to be all right. Yeah. But he just wanted to be a, a part of the game because he's also dying. Yeah. And he wanted to relive his childhood moments. Because everything that came up was around was him. Around his childhood. Yeah. And all of it all went to the Squid Game. Yep. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. yeah they, they, they show, when they give the directions on how to play the Squid Game. In the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. And they gave the directions on how to play this big game in the beginning. That was him as a kid. No, no, no. That was the main dude. Was it? Yeah, that wasn't the old man. Oh, that was man. the main dude. Okay. Yeah, that was, matter of fact, that was the main dude and his friend at the end. Mm. Yeah. The one he was always gambling with and shit? No, no, no. Not that dude. <coughs> the one. The one he was always talking with. Yeah, he was talking the, to the, his the, mama the and shit. The super smart one. Yeah. That's supposed to be uh, over in the States. Yeah. And shit. That asshole. He's a fucking dick. Yeah, I got him uh, for later on. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, this this is a phenomenal shit. I ain't seen nothing like this. And I think they should have did, like, all them, um, what you call that? Hunger Games mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other one? The Maze Runner or whatever the hell. They should have did those in series instead of doing one flat or movies about it. They should have did them in series like how they did this. Because this could have been one movie. Well, you know, when like Hunger Games and all that came out, the box office was still a big deal. True that. See, right now, we in a different world right now where that box office isn't... It ain't slapping like it, it used to. It ain't slapping like it used to, so getting your streams up is a big deal now. Yeah. And these series and shit and shit like this, man, they kind of show niggas the way. But of course, movies are still great. HBO Max. I know. I love movies. And Amazon Prime is what we <laughs> Amazon signed three movie deal with Eddie Murphy and blah, 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 Amazon Studios, blah, 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 blah. But 
more motherfuckers is getting into these limited series and things yeah. of this nature. And because like even with the Maze Run, they made two or three of them. And I think like the first one was good. First one was good. But like the first one came out. I remember when it came out, it came out when Netflix was still That's, DVDs to yeah, the house. Yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah, you're right. They were still doing that. Yeah. But they that were was, just now getting stronger and stronger. That's that was when back when the only time you made like a, a limited series thing like that, you did like the the the, the three-night joint on Fox or something. Where yeah. The, like like how the Jackson movie was. Exactly. Yeah. Came you know on uh, uh, the days after each other. Yeah. The next day and the next day and the next day, like mm-hmm. came out three days in a row, so you can watch the whole movie. It wasn't that like how uh, what's the name of that group with Bobby new Brown? Edition. New Edition, yeah, that's how New Edition shit was with with, 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 with uh, BT. Yep, that's how they should. Well, I'm just saying that's how they should. Oh no, I understand what you're too. saying. Yeah, because they would have made a lot more money. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, this shit, this shit was good. Nigga. That was that was some of the best nine episodes. Man, hell yeah! My, f- I think one of my favorite ones was the uh, the Glass Bridge. <laughs> that was one of mine. Yeah, the Glass Bridge. And <laughs> hey, that one woman was so annoying. Oh, the uh, the one the that slept with her. Yeah, slept with buddy in the bathroom. She was the first motherfucker complaining that wanted to go home. Yeah, talking about she did. She, she had a kid that she hadn't even named yet. Yeah, but then came back. Yeah, because she was lying. Goddamn junkie. She was lying all through that motherfucker. She uh, let dude hit her in the bathroom and everything. <laughs> but yeah, if y'all haven't seen that, man, go ahead and check that out. That's the only uh, show that I really endorse like that. Yeah, yeah, I need to check out Not that quick game. He, um, PM told me about it. He was about the sixth person that particular day to tell me how good that show was. And it's some good shit. And I went and I sat down and I, I think I ran through like the first five or six episodes that day. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> then, I, then I finished up with like the next three the following day. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was yeah. Great. It was just on some different shit. And I, to take people who, uh, who are in debt. Yeah. You know they'll do anything. And that was the wild part. When, um, that was my. That was the part. That part was cool about it too. When they had them all in there, and everybody started complaining. It was. It was after the. Well, it was. It was after the red light, green light, right? It was everybody that was left, and they was talking about getting out of it. No, no, that was before. That was before when they, was when they made the introductions because they was mad because they took all these cell phones and shit. Yeah, and then they came in there and started spitting out how niggas had lost their money and how in debt they was. And man, look, all of y'all is here because y'all financially fucked up. <laughs> trying to offer you a chance. Hell yeah, to get some money. Then the twist with Buddy and them selling the organs and shit. Oh, damn, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, then the twist with the motherfucker behind the black mask being the nigga that the cops, people. Did you catch that one? Who? You know, you know the cop that showed up. Oh, that was his, yeah, that was his brother. That was his brother, the one yeah. that he thought was missing. And yeah, yeah. And, and the whole time it led you to believe he was one of the contestants. Yeah. But he, he wasn't. He, he was, wasn't. He was the one running, uh, the hosting the show. Yeah. He had, he'd been, he was missing from his career because he was doing his job. But he won one. Ah. He won one too. He was a winner of one of the previous okay. games. 
Because, you know, they had years and files and files and shit. They had been doing this for a long time, which leads me to believe the motherfuckers is doing it now. Why ain't they? Listen, you talking about the VIPs? Oh, my God. You talking about, man, certain type of... Because I've been telling people all the time, but, like, you got to think, like, not to let you move into my business too much, but, like, motherfuckers be like, damn, they're sexual deviants, bro. Like, motherfuckers be bored with regular sex shit, yeah. regular shit, as a normal person. Yeah. Now, could you imagine just having enough money to do whatever your heart desired? That's how you get them princes out there in Dubai and shit to fly bitches out there yeah. to shit on their chest and all that weird shit, man. Like some of these Instagram bros that got it going on, they be in Dubai getting peed on and shitted on. Yeah, man. I know. For, for, for half a million dollars, bro. Like, And they'll do it. The trip to Dubai, 500000 a few purses and some other shit, man. Come out here, come on this boat. Let me drop a hot one on the Cleveland steamer on your chest. <laughs> but it's because the niggas, be, man, they be they be bored, bro. They like do. When, you, when you got that much money, you just be bored. Hey, that means <clears throat> money ain't the root to all happiness either. Oh, no, no, no. But this is the thing. I, I personally feel money intensifies who into you, intensifies who you are. True. That's your core. So if you're a sick, nasty fuck, you'll be a rich, sick, nasty fuck. Who can do all types of rich, rich sick, nasty, nasty shit. shit. Yeah. If you're a great person who ends up being rich, you'll be one of these great motherfuckers that get keys to all the cities and build hospitals and do the, the money just makes you who you are. That's true. If I'm a cool nigga, you a cool nigga at, at our core. Right. If we got millions and millions of dollars, we still just be some cool ass niggas. But if I'm an asshole... It, it, and you're an asshole or you're not an asshole, you get that money that it just amplifies that shit ten times over. Yeah, I can see that. So if you was already a freaky little vagrant, <laughs> now you're going to be the freakiest of Rich, the, freaky vagrant. Yeah, now you're going to be the freakiest because now you got the money where nobody tells you no. Yeah, that's true. The only difference between the nasty pervert on the corner and them niggas in Dubai is money. That's it. The little pervert on the corner pull this shit out and at the liquor store, they were actually grossed out. <laughs> the nigga in Dubai gave $300,000 in, in, in a couple Birkin bags to let him and the homies run a train on you then cover you in fecal matter <laughs> and, and some other weird <laughs> shit and shove funny objects in your body. Because, <laughs> you know, like, them motherfuckers out there, they, they be so bored. But they'll pay. Everybody was watching the game one time, the rapper. Mm. Dude gave the game $750,000 to come do a concert in his living room. Damn. Flew him to Dubai and gave him $750,000, the best suite in the land, a Lamborghini to drive while he was there. Hey. Nigga, to do a concert in his living room. That's what money does for you, man. That's that uh, wealth. That's that stinking rich money. The UGK and they was talking about it before they died. They were talking about they was asking them, I believe it's UGK, they was asking what was the most money they got to do a show. Yeah. So the motherfucker fooled them out to Dubai getting $500,000 to do a concert in their living room. Half a million. 
Shit, that's like the dude that uh, that booked Michael Jackson and didn't even stay. Yeah, yeah. Tyrese ass, well, that's Tyrese ass running around this motherfucker caked up, nigga. He like best friends with some of them niggas. Shit, what about Janet Jackson? Didn't she marry one of them motherfuckers? She married somebody similar to that and then divorced him. Yeah. She stayed long enough to get the, the bankroll. Yeah. There was a stipulation in their marriage. Like, if she stayed past, like, six years, she got some odd teen hundred million dollars. Shit. And that motherfucker divorced that nigga, like, the, like, With the quickness. Like, a month after the... And got a baby, so got some child support to boot. <laughs> and got a baby? Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, did she got one? No, she nah, got one with this. Who was she married before that? With? But you know, was Jermaine Dupree? Nah, she wasn't married to Jermaine. They were just together. All right, I'm just making sure yeah. I'm getting my shit together. I'm like, I don't even know if they I should say that. She had a baby way back in the day, and Reeve raised her. Reeve mm. Jackson raised her, but they ain't never been, you know, <laughs> a lot going on with the little family. Like they weird. Right from Gary, this is all right. They drink the water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, that's all I had on the Squid Game, bro. Just yeah, great show. Real good shit. Uh, like we were saying, off mic, once you get past the horrible voiceovers. Story's lit. Story is fucking lit. Like I said, I'm re-watching the motherfucker to catch shit I missed. And in episode one, about halfway through... Definitely by the end, you'll be locked in. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. So they start the game. Yeah. Yeah. As <laughs> soon as they start the game. game. Get that going. As soon as they start the game. In the game. You're like, watch the game <laughs> shit. I wish we need a goddamn sponsor from Netflix or something. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it's a good game, though. Fire. Uh. We talking about movies and shit. Shout out to Lil Boosie, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Lil Boosie just dropped his movie. It's a movie movie? He dropped a real movie called uh, My Struggle. It's essentially a biopic. Okay. Uh, it's not on any like, streaming platforms right now. You got to rent it. It's like $20 to rent it or to, to buy it. Oh. You like buy it offline. And is it off of his, what is it, his platform? I think or? so. Okay. I had to do some research into it. I ain't watched it yet. Shit. But I know, uh, shout out to him for taking the the, 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 the Master P route. Uh, yeah. He was showing the stuff. He made a million dollars the day it was released. That's what's up. Off motherfucker downloading it for $20, 1999. Damn. And he said he was about a little under 250000 in making it. Man, he just quadrupled his money. his money. Nothing wrong and with it's that. it's still man. going. That, that was just the first day. Damn. So, shout out to him for taking the Master P route, because that's the same route P took without about it. I'm about it. Uh, the game is to be sold, not told. What is the other one? Charge to the game? Charge to the game. I got the hookup, Foolish. I got the hookup, Foolish. Foolish with the shit with Eddie Griffin. I love Foolish. You know, uh, Eddie Griffin said on the interview, the... First time he ever saw a million dollars, Master P gave it to him. Really? Master P gave him a million dollar check for that script. For the full script? Yeah. Shit, I didn't know that. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. See, what nigga said, what you want? You want a million? He said, me fucking dollars. 
It started and got paid to start. And yeah. Foolish was really a good movie. It really was. It was about a, uh, not, he wasn't down and out, but he was a struggling, struggling comedian. Real comedian. Yeah. That was some good shit. Yeah, it was basically like his damn near like biopic. Pretty much. Because he wrote it. It, it was really like, a, like a JoJo dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Except for he didn't catch himself on fire free basin. And uh, let's not forget Hot Boys, too. Oh, yeah. Hot, huh? Hot Boys. Master Speed never did a movie called Hot Boys. I didn't watch that one. It was. I didn't watch no. It was Silk and. Yeah, I definitely didn't watch that one. Yeah. Especially at the charge to the game. Mm mm. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Shout out. Oh, while we speaking on Master P, they coming out with a new movie, him and Lil Romeo. I just seen it on Facebook earlier. I can't even remember the name of it, but it was like a, a little post about it. It wasn't no trailer. That's why I can't even tell you what, what the hell it was about, but it said Master P and his son, Lil Romeo. Well, not Lil Romeo, Romeo. Uh, they got to take the little out of it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because I know they're going to make some money. Hell yeah. Just like I didn't know there was a... I got the hookup, too. Is there? Apparently there is, because it's... I've seen it. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the... I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Seen it. I got the hookup, too. I'm like, shit. But I'm about it with the shit. Yeah, nah. Rich, yeah. I'm especially, about it with the shit. Especially if you had a cassette tape and you let that motherfucker keep playing up the credits roll. Get you some cream. Get you some ice cream. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, old girl, that motherfucker. Long ass tongue. Yeah, she, hey, I was in love with her. That shit was different, nigga. The first that was in love with her. kept playing. I said, oh. See, I pulled another one on my mind. Remember I told you she, uh, I got her to buy me the two live crew tape. Yeah. She didn't know nothing about them. She didn't know nothing about the Master P. I'm about. I'm like, this is just a movie about the dude. I, be, I listen to his music. You listen to his movie. He was going away to school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty hours got that motherfucker from the VH1 video on Franklin. I remember my daddy. <laughs> my daddy was buying me motherfucking two short tapes, nigga. When I was like nine, ten years old. <laughs> Bored the Mac and all that shit. Damn. Man. Yeah, he just. You know, not whatever, son. Here you go. See, he cussed too much for me. I had to get into like that's uh, what I'm saying. That the nigga pops wasn't. I had to get some bone thugs and shit where they they was hiding it. You know, hiding the cursing. Yeah, and shit. Nobody could really pick up on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pops was too short to bitch. Yeah, see, he was just too too blatant with his his his, his, his cuss dogs. words. <laughs> see. <laughs> Shithead bitch. <laughs> this shit's part of my childhood. <laughs> and I mean, in the impressionable years. I know. Because you listen to Too Short, I was just like, damn, I'm only two years older. I know. Bitch. <laughs> hey, he bought me Born of Mac, which it just came out. Yeah. And then whatever the one was before Born of Mac. All right. See, Born the Mac was, Born the Mac was, I remember on the cover, he was in all white with a white Cadillac. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was on the little new release thing. And then they had all his other ones there, too. And I was like, well, let me get that one, too, Dad. He's like, all right, whatever, man. 
class was tripping. Hell class yeah. was tripping. <laughs> I'm trying to. Life is too short. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's, that's more than Mac. That was the one that I, that I had, but then life is too short. Which is like nigga's first two albums, bro. <laughs> 89, and yeah. Yeah. Damn. I was born in 84. I was like seven years old. And I talk about daddy to buy me two short tapes. Oh, man. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> See, I ain't start getting music until the 90s. Hey, then he got me this one, the shorty, and this one, Shorty the Pimp. Shorty the Pimp. Yeah, but see, by, by 93, this one, the Get It How You Live, or Get It Where You Live, uh, my, my older sister, may she rest in peace, she had the music. So okay. Kind of pops to it no more. <laughs> Cocktails on it, yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Those some great days. He was a different type of rapper for me back yeah, then. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my bad. I know y'all can see this YouTube. Usually, Shit. not used to recording, but these headphones was not fitting right. It was something going on over here. <laughs> Smushing one ear and shit. Yeah, it was hooked on my ear and shit was weird. Shit, I don't even feel like I got mine on. They they so crisp and clear. Well, no, nah, they are now. It was hooked on my this one down here was hooked on my right ear. Right. Gotcha. And every time I moved, it was pulling my guy. It was tugging my damn ear. <laughs> <sighs> what else we got there, brother? I'm on a melanated mag. I just got one of them. I got a, but see, I got a topic that I'm going to save for next week. All right. Remind me that I got it. Okay. Because it's a good topic, but we late in the show. <laughs> we late in the show. We still got other stuff to cover. And this is one of them talking points. Yeah. Talking oh, I, I see what you're saying. Talking point topics. It ain't like, you know, current event or nothing. This is a topic. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Keep going. <laughs> We're going to go ahead running the Melanated Mag one time, man. Melanated Magnificence. I only got a one, man. It's a young man by the name of Zion Clark. You ever heard of him? Sounds you might have heard of him. He's the, he's the young man born with the... Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but he only like has half a body. What? Wait, what? Yeah, he's got like a little, basically like right around waist. Like, I don't even know if my man got got his parts. Okay, he got from down from waist down. Okay, it's gone. It's not there. And uh, he made headlines a few years back because he's a wrestler. And he'd be giving niggas the blues. He's a wrestler? He's a wrestler, bro. He ain't got nothing but waist. My arms strength. Arms and upper body. Black dude. Yoked. He's a wrestler. Huh. Okay. But the reason, like I said, he made waves a few years ago with uh with that. Yeah. Because, you know. I'm trying to picture this. Yeah, don't, don't worry. I'm going to pull him up as I'm telling you about, about, about Mr. Zion Clark. He um he just set the Guinness World Record for the fastest man on two hands in the twenty meter dash. 
He is an athlete, bro. Like fastest man on two hands. I didn't know that was a thing. It is. He broke. He broke. He broke someone's record. No, I've never heard of this dude. Yeah. He was okay. a, you know, I'm gonna be. You there, know, I'm there's questions in. there, but okay. Yeah, now I'm all entwined in the fitness community, and he was a big, he was a big deal. Like when he made, when he broke news the, about the wrestling and stuff, right? Because he, oh, he looks like he's sitting in the ground. Yeah, or coming out of a hole or yeah. something. That's and crazy. Was, and then his story is even crazier. Like his, the mama abandoned him because of how he was, and. He was in the, the foster system until he was like a teenager. And then he, some Shit. lady found him and adopted him. And yeah. is a loving and supportive foster parent. Mom, she adopted him. Okay. So she, she, it's his mom now. But yeah, man, you might want to look into Buddy, man. His, his story is inspirational. And I know we would have talked about man. him on here. Before the, you know what I'm saying, for for the wrestling. But that was going on before before the podcast. Okay. But he's, he, he, wearing their ass out. Huh. Yeah. Uh. Watch it. Watch some of it. I watched it. They give you tearing their ass up. He's strong as shit. See, I'm, I'm, uh, disadvantaged because they can't grab no legs. Yeah, because they ain't no legs there to grab. There's no like, yeah. you can't. It's like, it's like wrestling a spider. Yeah, and he's bigger than this dude. He's huge. Like if he if he had legs, he'd be six something. Yeah, this dude's ripped. Look at his wingspan. Yeah. I'm. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch that shit. Pull, pull it up. I'm pull. A, what's his name? I'm about to write it down. Zion Clark. All right. Oh, he's really yoked. Like, look at him. Yeah. Dude is huge. Yeah. Like, if I had to wrestle him, I'd be scared. So, man, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. So I'd be looking at my coach like, "What do I do?" Yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, look, check him out, bro. <laughs> like I said, he just won the um, Guinness World Book of Records. Fastest man on two hands. He said, and I watched a little, little story on it. Like, if you type it in, mm. Zion Clark's fastest 40-yard dash or 20-yard dash, 20, whatever, it'll pull up the little special they did on it. Like, it'll okay. show him beating it, and there's, like, other people there that, that had the record before him. And right. Cheering him on. And it's crazy. But just dudes, uh, his attitude towards the disability, and the way right. life went, the, the, the way his direction, man, you just you you just don't you don't see people who have been through that that Hell type no. of stuff able to live the way he's living, accomplish the things he's accomplishing, and, right. and, and keep striving to be a better him and real inspirational shit. Right. Man, you get a chance, any of y'all get a chance, man. Look up Zion Clark. But not even be funny. He he reminds me of. Uh, you ever seen the movie My Left Foot? No. You never seen My Left Foot? No. 
pretty much what it is. Okay. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think he can move his arms or his other leg, but he can move his left foot. Yeah. And his thing is he wanted to play soccer or football and be, because he was born over in France. Okay. And he wanted to be this football player, but he turned out to be an artist who painted with his, his left, left foot. foot. Yeah. Yeah, overcoming those type of adversities in life, man. It really, uh, I be looking at shit like that for inspiration because it really, it'll put what you're dealing with into perspective. Hell yeah. You know what A I'm lot saying? of perspective. If he's doing it with no legs. That's what I'm saying. What can I do when I, and I got the full body? Full body functions and yeah. So I be I be really taking like I pull from stories like that and, and figure out ways to apply the strength of it to your and, life to my life. Right. Like I said, it's inspirational, bro. You got a motherfucker that that's he didn't give up on himself. That's what I'm saying. He not he ain't just sitting there drinking himself into an oblivion, collecting checks because he's disabled. That's what I'm saying. Damn. Like they try to get that man the Olympics. Like and he's trying I think like the thing that they were saying is like he's trying to get into the real Olympics. They want to put him in a special like the Paralympics. The, the Paralympics. Yeah. He's trying to get into the actual actual Because like he was saying, he's never competed against other uh countries or whatever. No, 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 other um people with disabilities. Oh he's always Yeah, he's like that's against, what yeah, that's what it was looking like. Yeah, he's always competed against fully functional other other people so he doesn't want to go compete against nothing against them but he's like man I'm trying to push myself he's like man I don't want to be the best cripple or whatever Dis- dis- disabled is a terrible word I'm sorry right I don't want to be the best disabled athlete or wrestler I want to be the best wrestler right like even if I lose then whatever like I just want to yeah he just wants to live and do him yeah shit I feel that so kudos to Zion Martin yeah, big ups to that, man. Melanated man. Like I said, uh, you can pull up there's a few videos on YouTube. There's a few. You can do your Googles, man. It's a, it's a real inspirational story mm-hmm. beyond what I just talked about, the, the Guinness World Record that you just said. Okay. Because that's just the latest. Latest thing that he did. Latest thing he's done. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's a sharp design. Shit, uh, I don't think she, well, she kind of compares to that. Not so much, but I got a Dr. Patricia Arabath. She's uh, from Harlem, New York. She is the innovative researcher and laser scientist who will be honored for her historic contributions to the medical field and the newly announced and the newly announced inductee class of 2022 by the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Inventors? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, her and another black lady, but I didn't see her. Uh, in 1986, she invented the laser FACO, excuse me, the laser FACO probe for cataract treatment and is being used on a global scale to this day. And what she, Dr. Patricia Era Bath, that's E R A. Era Bath? Mm hmm. Bath. Like a bathtub. Like a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Then she used this uh, eczema laser to develop a device and method for minimal, minimally invasive cataract surgery. So furthering on to what she started off, started off with. Basically getting them demise together. 
Yeah, I think most of it's got something to do with LASIK, even though the uh, the article didn't say nothing about that. But I think that's somewhere on the lines of what they're talking about. Yeah. Because that's what they do when they, you know. When they go in there and do LASIK, they basically perform cataract surgery, right? Exactly. That's what I think, anyway. They, yeah. they, they, Man, they clear some tweaks to it. Yeah, they're clearing something from the back of your, your eyes and shit. But, yeah, I thought that was real cool. Nah, shout out to her. Yeah, big shout out. Inventing shit. Inventing shit. That's what it said. That's why we make it a point. Because if you, if you, if you just now on YouTube, well, we, we kind of broke it down to Fosco last episode. Shout out to Fosco. Yeah, That's big shout episode. out. If you're, about to watch, if you're watching this episode and you ain't watched the last one, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go watch the episode with Fosco and Doughboy. That shit's funny. Hell yeah. But um, we was explaining to Fosco last episode because I know YouTube land wouldn't have an understanding of why we do Melanated Magnificence. Right. Because it's what we get on YouTube, episode 11. Yeah. It was 11. Yeah. So we explained it earlier on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the things. What other platforms we're on also. But, uh, we like to make it a special point right. to highlight achievements by black people right. that are greatly overlooked. Yeah, and instead of the, the, the everyday negative connotations that we get. And not even the negative ones, the everyday positive ones that just deem us as athletes and yeah. artists of, you know, and, and, and musicians. Yeah, entertainers. Entertainers. There's a lot more than that going on. Yeah, yeah. So we try and make it a real point to bring some to of that to y'all. Some of that and bring it to y'all every episode. And I like it. Like I said, I think I, think I touched on that last episode because I was explaining to Fosco why mm-hmm. we need to have that. Because he didn't know. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just a good, it's just a good uh, reflection. Yeah. Shout out to Fosco. He came into the pot blind. Usually we give everybody a <laughs> heads up of what's going on. Yeah, but, but you know, he, he, he came in blind. He just right. he reached out that day and. <laughs> and shout, shout out here to the to the far east side. Shit, I enjoyed it. Nah, me too. <laughs> he got to come back. We got some uh, we got some things we're gonna do. Hell uh, yeah! Yeah, with with him and our brand and his brand, and yeah. we're gonna mix and match some things. Link because up with some people. That guy's enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> you got a uh, man. I got three weekly fecals. We run off one of yours, <laughs> and then I. Run off one of mine. All right, you can the, take it over from there. The one is uh, <clears throat> the fun one, man. Like I said, this is for the, another Squid Game. It's coming back around. This goes to the uh, character known as Cho, Cho Sang Woo. He's player number 218. He was the uh, the dude who was the, the childhood friend. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know his name. That piece of shit. Yeah, Cho Sang Woo. The uh, motherfucker was stealing money from his clients. Yeah. And then he put his mama shit up for collateral, up for collateral with his, his stocks and shit. Yeah. And it all went bust. Lost everything. <laughs> lost his mama shit. Then told his mama that he was going over to the United States to do some type of uh, work with his career. And he's still over there playing in the damn games. Yeah. Hiding. Hiding in the games and, and fucking people over. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the end of the movie, she yes. Even at the end of the show, she was the last time you talked to? Yeah. And he just gave her some monies. Yeah. And the little boy. Yeah. From the old girl. But yeah. 
then he killed himself. He did. He didn't allow nobody else to eliminate him, man. He should. He, nah, he killed his fucking self. He did. And I didn't like that. He, he should have let somebody eliminate his punk ass because he was he was uh, turning motherfuckers. Oh, you had teammates that he was fucking over. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't tell them what that what that game was. Nah, nah. we should split up. Yeah. <laughs> he went and go pick the easy shape. Yeah, he said that man over to pick the damn umbrella. <laughs> and that was his homie. It was supposed to be. You see how he was looking at him in the beginning? Yeah, it was his child. The, it was his childhood. Home. Yeah. Shit get different. Shit gets different. Shit gets different. But yeah, that was just the fun one I had, man. I had to throw that one in there. Yeah, was, I got one. He was fecal for me. I got one. His name is a Mr. Jens Hearing. Hearing. Henning. Mm. He is a Danish hmm. artist, I believe. Uh-oh. Yeah. And a group yeah. or he's solo? He's a Danish artist. He's an artist, like an artist. Oh, an actual painter yeah. type. Okay. All right. So, a Danish museum yeah. hired him to make a reproduction of this other famous artist. This other famous artist, uh, Danish Chrome. Or it was a, it was two pictures, yeah. And he used money in the actual money inside the frames, yeah. To re to 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 basically the struggle of the people over there and the hourly wages and da da da. And he did it this real cool way, okay. Years ago, and they they hired this artist Jen Herring to recreate the pictures the two those two pictures yeah for a art exhibit okay so they sent him eighty four thousand dollars in our money however much it breaks down to in theirs all right but in our money is eighty four thousand dollars they sent him eighty four thousand dollars to make these photos to make these these big art exhibits yeah so when they arrived to the museum they arrived empty Oh. They arrived empty with a note from him saying I decided to go a different route and do my own art and now these pieces are called Take the Money and Run. And they are literally on display in this museum empty (laughs) with a thing down there next to it since Take the Money and Run by Jen's Hearing. No. And they're trying to figure out how to go in court and get him. They and can't. This. They can't. It's art. It's art. <laughs> you you bought two exhibits it's full of air. art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how come I can't get this lucky? <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> I wish I was that lucky, man. Hey, man. This is not... You see him let the artist eighty four k so he could. I'm trying. So he kept the money and called it art. I'm trying to figure out when the when the light bulb went off and was like, oh, take the money and run. That's, and that's what he named the picture. Yeah, take the money and run. He ran so, off on the plug. While as ingenious as that was, <laughs> use a whole asshole. Jen's hearing. Use use a 
He was a fecally covered motherfucker, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, man. I don't know if I should go super dark or... Yeah, fuck it. All right, we'll go super dark first. This one is, uh, this is fucked up. I'm going to give y'all the vibe right now. Uh, this is a Al Mutahan McLean. He's 32 from Dayton, Ohio. He's serving a 51-year prison sentence, uh, excuse me, serving a 51-year-to-life prison sentence for torturing his 10-year-old son, Dakota Collins, to death. Back in December 2019, Jesus. Uh, the court says that, no, excuse me, the judge said that this is the most horrific case of abuse and torture the court has ever seen. Uh, McLean pleaded guilty to one count each of murder, rape, and kidnapping, Jesus. and three counts of child endangerment. His fiance and her sister that live with them in his house. Uh, they are also in trouble too because it's allowed, they allowed it to happen. Yeah, but it turns out that they were uh, in, hold on. They got in. They got charged with involuntary manslaughter and child endangerment. And Dakota died from a brutal beating and was found to be annually raped. God, by his dad, his ten year old son. His yeah, his ten year old son. No, they put that nigga under the jail. And this is what they said about the women. The women encouraged and facilitated the torture of Dakota by his dad, saying that they always seen his dad punch him in the face and kick him while he was down and shit until he started saying that he, you know, he couldn't take no more and shit. And, uh, yeah, they was doing, they locked him up in the, in the attic. Like he didn't even have his own room. They forced him up in the attic. And that's where he was made to sleep. What the fuck? And he looked like a bright little, cool little boy. What the fuck? You know, uh, yeah. What the fuck? But your own seed, your own son. Yeah, fuck that dude. And throughout the article, they never said nothing about the boy's mom. mom. One thing they said was uh, his the, the 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 his uncle, the father's brother. Knew something was going on, but he didn't know what. And he like his nephew never really talked to him about it. Pretty much probably because he was scared. Old. Yeah, you don't know what to. You don't know how to endure that. But yeah. they said it had been going on not for years, but probably for months now. And, and he ended up dead. He ended up dead. And anally raped. Anally raped by the dad. So he had to endure rape by his father, then be killed. And they was torturing him before that. So his last memories on life was his dad's dick in his butt and death. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I hope they put that man in cell with Fleece Johnson-esque. Yeah, because Fleece Johnson's out. That's what I said, esque. <laughs> the heir. The heir. The heir to the, to the booty <laughs> throne. <laughs> I hope they put somebody, I hope they put him in there with a motherfucker. Please believe, though, whatever penitentiary you get to, when they catch wind of what he's in there for. Yeah. They said they're going to put him in... Uh, protective custody. Tier 3. We'll still get to him. Tier 3, sexual offender ward or whatever. I don't yeah, know how that goes. sick motherfuckers up there, because you're just in there with all the rapists. Mm. Rapists and pedophiles. Gross. And, I mean, if you got, like, a alpha male rapist nigga, he's just in there... Doing whatever you do. Yeah, apex predator. Oh, you better get the jelly. Yeah.
Or the nah, syrup. Nah, nah. I hope we ain't got nothing on him. Huh? I hope he get raw dry meat. No, no. I'm talking about he going to be tossing salads. Oh. <laughs> For my jelly. Something like syrup. Something like syrup. Others might like peanut butter, but I like jelly. Yeah, I like mine with jelly. <laughs> See, when a man toss your salad, you <laughs> <laughs> Snowball. All right, and then, uh, could you see you can handle more, right? Nah, 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 nah. All right, then uh, this one. I, I don't, I'm going to let you decide. Uh-huh. Katrina Price, uh, Chicago, Illinois. Accused of stealing identities of Chicago murder victims to get tax refunds. Mm. She's uh, charged in federal court with wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. FBI noticed this, uh, notified the Cook County Bureau of Vital Records okay. about the fraud in 2019. So they called on to her. Uh, what was she was doing? She was getting death certificates, death certificates of young homicide victims from age 2 to 22. Because they have no credit histories. So. Yeah. And, okay. Then, uh, what happened, what triggered it was a staff member called suspicion when she asked for four different death certificates and they all had different last names. Mm. But she kept saying that like she was the sister or yeah, 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 auntie she, or, yeah, because you know, any family member can go and get a death certificate. Yeah. They don't ask you all that, so she was using their names and social security numbers and shit and getting tax credits on that shit. While I appreciate the hustle and the scam, <laughs> definitely fecal. Definitely fecal. Definitely. definitely. Definitely a piece of shit. <laughs> Sheesh. But yeah, I mean, that's the that's the old scam. Two people be still collecting mm-hmm. social security benefits, not telling people that old people died and shit. Man. Yeah, man, it's always well, fuck, I always figure out a way to get some of that free money from when it comes to shit like that. Hell yeah, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't play on the dead like that. Nah, me either. I let them rest in peace. Facts. This is fact. Oh, man. Hey, well, like I said, this was a good one, man. Yeah. We, we, we ran through it. We, uh, we was good and tired and exhausted. We put it together for y'all. Hell, yeah. We put it together. And uh, I'm not sorry about the spoiler alert. You, you had enough time. We didn't even, we didn't even spoil we, we, it. No, we didn't spoil it, though. I, I, left, I saw you wasn't going there, so I didn't go there. Yeah, I left my theory out. Yeah. I left my theory out. Yeah, we left the actual like ending out. Yeah, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we touched a little bit. If a motherfucker watches, they know what we just talked about. But yeah. if you ain't watch it, you, you still got it. <laughs> so y'all, y'all can y'all got time to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Just don't this won't come out for another few days anyway. So if you ain't watch it, right. man, that's your bad. Get the band to watch it. <laughs> That is so motherfucking true. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, is about that time? Alrighty then. That being said, let me get my tea bag on. Can I buy you a drink? (laughs) Wee!
I'm going to take you home with me. I got money in the bank. Tell me what you think about that. I'll be in the gray kind of light. In the red light. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so many ways to say goodbye. <laughs> I can only choose one. O N E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> See y'all later. Uh, appreciate y'all. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a good one.